Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we are talking about the homeopathic remedy, Ammonium Carbonicum. This remedy is known and coined as the remedy for chronic fatigue. I will say that there are many, many remedies for chronic fatigue, and so we're going to help give you a picture of what this remedy looks like. The thing is, is in homeopathy, people say, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. I don't think I will ever get it. I understand that completely because I remember reading James Tyler Kent and the more in depth I read about each remedy, I would get so, so confused. Obviously, that's how I ended up writing a book because my notes were so extensive that I just, I had to write it down in order for it to stick in my little head. But as you use a remedy and you've seen it work, then you start to remember them. So I can remember the first time I used Bryonia and seen it work miraculously well, or Roostox, or Arnica. Once you've used them, you remember them. Of course, the acute injuries or the acute illnesses, those remedies you're gonna use time and time again. But remedies like Ammonium Carbonicum are not something that most people are ever gonna need. But I'm talking about it here because actually I was asked to talk about it. And it's in my book. But this remedy is, like I said, it's really well known for chronic fatigue. And the main picture of this remedy, I think Roger Morrison sums it up the best when he says, I have found it a very useful remedy in cases with chronic fatigue or cardiac cases with borderline congestive failure where endurance is the main complaint of the patient. So if you go to the Materia Medica or if you start reading more in depth, you're going to see that these patients are extremely fatigued very, very easily. And very often the heart is at the source of that problem. Like ascending even the slightest stairs, they become extremely fatigued. The heart weakness, even collapse. Um, They may wake with difficulty breathing and and palpitation, audible palpitation with fear, cold sweat, lacrimation, ability, inability to speak. It's a very distinct remedy for that deep-seated chest oppression and exhaustion. It's like, no, 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 honey, I'll just sit here for a bit. You know, Granny's really, really tired. <laughs> so when we see that, we can definitely think of this homeopathic remedy. The main reason that I was asked to talk about this is because a friend of mine, her mother, had had that wonderful new disease of 2019 right and as she recovered she just found that she had so so much chest oppression and she was just so exhausted all the time and she couldn't find a remedy that would that helped to bring her out of that so she ended up finding this remedy and voila she just started getting better and she immediately she immediately started feeling better so it's like I said the thing about remedies is if you can just understand the, the general picture of the remedy, then it's so, so helpful. And I'll tell you, like, when I was a kid, I can remember, well, they've since outlawed <laughs> injected ammonia into the ground. They used to use it as a form of nitrogen on crops. 
so my dad as a big he was a big crop farmer he ran about 1500 acres and much of that was cash crop but i would ride on the tractor with dad and we had all he his biggest tractor was at that time was a 3020 john deere i don't know if you guys are familiar with farm stuff but i would ride on the tractor with dad and we'd be pulling the anhydrous ammonia and he would say okay we're getting ready to make the turn hold your breath so by that he meant the knives were down in the ground and as he's pulling it along to punch nitrogen into the ground he would have to raise the hydraulics to make the turn before he could drop it back down into the ground so we were instructed to hold our breath because as those the anhydrous ammonia those knives came up there would be a release of that ammonia into the air and it will suffocate you so the point is, is so every now and then you didn't hold your breath long enough or it would backwash and the air was coming at you and you'd get that whiff of ammonia and it really would take your breath away. And so I understand the type of chest oppression that they're talking about here because when the thing is, is about elements, when you study the elements and the compounds like this ammonium carbonicum is actually a compound element and when you're exposed to that, like I said, it takes your breath away. It makes you, it sucks the air right out of your chest and you feel as though you're suffocating. And that's a pretty good picture of what this homeopathic remedy will help to relieve. So remember in homeopathy, when we look at different remedies, when they are potentized, they will actually work to take away the symptoms that that original element will cause. As we're talking about this ammonium carbonicum, I can't help but think, you know, it's a wonderful thing that... I was asked to talk about this because many, many people would never even think of this remedy because the Materia Medica is so big, you guys. We have like, well, there's 5,000 homeopathic remedies in the world today. I think there's even more than that. But the average Materia Medica is at about 1,400, 1,500 remedies. And you really have to, unless you're doing case taking, you're not going to even look at some remedies over the course of your lifetime. But with all the things that we're being exposed to nowadays, the different illnesses, Oh my goodness, the different illnesses and people will call me and they're like, you know, we're having this problem or that problem. And I, um, I don't know, my heart aches for these young families trying to raise their families. But you know what? You are also being called, all of you, to be great warriors in this world that we're living in. And when I say that, I, I, I'm not saying it lightly. When I was raising my kids, people say, oh, oh my goodness, you raised 11 kids and they're such good. And I do. I have good kids. They're all turning out to be wonderful, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, and, and they're good people. They're fun people. And, you know, I was blessed to have such a wonderful family, and now they actually look and they're taking pretty good, good care of me as well. But the families growing up today are being handed so many more trials. I only had to worry about going grocery shopping, you know, what we're going to do for the week, you know, where are we going to go for a vacation? And we had just the normal everyday trials. You know, somebody's going to get sick. Of course, I was studying homeopathy at the time, but I didn't have the trials that the young families have today. Are we going to have to wear a mask? Is daddy going to lose his job? Are they going to shut down this store or that store? It's, it's so, so different. The dynamics in less than 10 years have changed night and day. And I'm really sorry for you guys. But at the same time, what a gift to be called to such greatness. And that's exactly what you guys are all being called to, greatness. You all have to be warriors. You have to teach your children to be warriors. And 
I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer here or anything else, but we have to be. We have to grow a backbone and we have to be strong because if we're not, we're going to get swallowed up in the great abyss of media <laughs> lies. And we don't want that. We don't want it for ourselves. We don't want it for our families. And so I am thankful for the study of homeopathy in the sense that it gives me such a broad picture of the whole world. It gives me a picture in little bits and pieces so that I see all of God's great creation and how he's given it all to us in these wonderful little remedies. And when I say wonderful little remedies, remember these are just potentized, in other words, super, super dilute tinctures of the original element. And so we get this great big picture, this whole broad picture of each and every element that God has created in this world for our benefit. And we can use these to help us be strong. And every time we understand something that's going on, something that's caused a problem, like an illness that has caused a problem that causes our chest to feel as though the air has been sucked out of us, and it's so oppressed and it's tight and we're having a hard time breathing and we're so tired we can't get up the steps. We could be moving into a pulmonary edema type of situation, that, that congestive heart failure even. Guess what? We, hang, we can reach for this remedy. It's at least one we can look at. We can call our homeopath. And I do recommend that everyone get a hold of a homeopath or homeopathic school that you can at least call and ask questions for. Do acute little cases. Um, on, our home, on our website, Homeopathy for Mommies, in the Members Corner, I don't know, it might even be on the regular website, but I know for sure in the Members Corner, we have a list of different homeopaths and a couple of homeopathic schools that work to do acute cases for people. The problem is today is it's really hard to get a hold of a homeopath that you can talk to because they're all so busy. You know, it's not that they don't want to be helpful. It's just that you can only have so many clients. And so the homeopathic school with all the students in them, they're really, really being helpful nowadays to a lot of, I know my, the people on our membership, they're calling the school, I think a lot, <laughs> which is great because it gives those students tons of experience because they're all supervised meetings. So the point is, is I would suggest everyone have a homeopath that you can call if you're in a situation that you're not sure which remedy to take. Now, obviously this ammonium carbonicum is a, this sounds like a very deep illness, isn't it? But you have to remember that the chances are you've already experienced the illness and you, now you're having this chest oppression that just doesn't want to go away. It's moving into a deep chronic fatigue. And if you're not sure if this is a remedy you should take, definitely call a school for acute consult. And the other thing about this remedy is I want to say is that it's uh, of the malarial miasm. And we talk about in my new book here, um, Beyond Acute Care, I've listed what, how the classical world may list or categorize a homeopathic remedy. And then I list how Rajan Sankaran will categorize it. And I really like to know which miasm that something falls under. So even with this ammonium carbonicum in the malarial miasm, you know that something's cyclical. It's something that, you know, like the immune system might drop below a certain level and you'll become symptomatic and then you'll feel better for a little bit, you know, for 14 to 21 or 28 days. And then you'll drop back down under that, that level of I feel good. So that's what we know is chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue is something that, the immune system is constantly struggling. It'll work, 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 and it'll get above that level where, you know, you're going to be sick. So you're not sick. 
because your immune system is better. And then again, as soon as anything happens, any level of stress or a little bit of overdoing it, guess what? The immune system drops and you go into that chronic fatigue mode again. So that's something that we really can look at. I love to know and understand the miasm of each particular remedy. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about miasms, <laughs> that's okay. That's that's more advanced homeopathy. And if you're really interested in homeopathy, we do have advanced classes. And there are many places you can actually study advanced homeopathy. And like I said, if you jump on our website or our membership corner, there's a lot of information there that will help to direct you. Or you can always email us at info at homeopathyformommies.com. And we have a couple of gals there, Joy and Lori, that are happy to direct you to, you know, to a deeper study in homeopathy. Because I will tell you, if you are learning about homeopathic remedies and you're starting to use it in your family and it's working, you just want to know more. And it's very, very contagious in the sense that the human mind, once it grasps truth and honesty in a, anything, it, wants, it will naturally move in that direction and it wants to know more, more, more. So that's what I love about homeopathy is it's all truth. There's no contradictions. And so, you know, that's what I'm always telling people. If you see a contradiction, I don't care what it's about. I don't care if it's in the media, if it's in politics, if it's in religion, if it's in anything, if it's in the school system, if it's, you know, your school board, the town council, anything. If there's a contradiction in what they're telling you and what they're doing or what they're doing and telling you, vice versa, you need to f understand any contradiction indicates an untruth. And so it is up to you and your intellect to figure out where that untruth is. And it's really, really important. And that's what I love about homeopathy is there's no contradictions. It's it either it's the remedy that fits the similum, all the symptoms, or it's not. And if it fits the similum, it is a remedy that's going to work for you. And that's what I love about it because you can trust that every single time. It's not, oh, well, maybe you weren't hydrated enough for it to work or maybe this or maybe that. No, homeopathy is always going to affect some good upon the body in the sense that always is going to trigger the body to move in the direction of healing if it's the right remedy. I will say that if the body is dehydrated or lacking nutrients or something else, or has a great loss of blood or something like that, then there can be a slowed action because it's kind of like trying to fix a car with parts that are no good. You've, you've got to have new parts or good parts to help fix the car, right? So that's what we have to think about with our own bodies. Homeopathy is going to trigger the body to move in the right direction, but we have to have rest, nutrition, fluids, or hydration so that the body can move in the direction of healing. So... All right, let's talk a little bit about this ammonium carbonicum in the sense that some of the things that we can look for with this remedy. Okay, this remedy suits well overweight patients with weak hearts, wheezing, and suffocative feeling. Scrofulous children, in other words, scrofulous in the old Materia Medica language means tubercular swelling of the lymph nodes, and sedentary or fainting women. So those are some of the persons that this remedy really suits well. Or ill effects of charcoal fumes, nosebleeds come on when washing the face. The clinicals for this homeopathic remedy are anxiety. Well, obviously anxiety, because if you have a suffocative feeling in the chest, you're definitely going to feel anxiety, right? 
asthma, bedwetting, bronchitis, colic, cough, dislocations, pains of dislocations, emphysema, erysipelas. In other words, your syphilis is a condition of the skin that is like a thickening of the skin. It's like a rash and it's, it's very, it is a thickening on the legs, face, arms, fingers. It's usually an infection in the upper dermis of the skin and the superficial lymphatics. It's usually caused by streptococcus bacteria. Now remember, strep, staph, those types of bacteria are bacteria that are naturally found in our bodies. It's just when the immune system is in a weakened condition that it can set up house in certain parts of the body and start causing problems. So when we think of strep or staph in the skin, don't super, super freak out. Yes, it's scary and it looks horrible because it's angry and red and swollen. And it looks as though infection is just running rampant. Yes, yes, yes. This remedy is really, really good for it when it's in the skin, like a, like a cellulitis. I think today we call it cellulitis more so than a erysipelas. Okay, so um, some of the other things that it's really good for is fainting. We already mentioned that. Goiter, sensitive gums, and especially heart weakness and hemorrhages. Hemorrhoids, hysteria, edema of the lungs, measles, nosebleeds, disorders of the nose, obesity, parotiditis, in other words, mumps, pneumonia, rickets, scarlatina. Again, scarlatina is the strep issue. Spotted fever, sprains, pain in the sternum, toothache, and Whitlow. Whitlow is an infection of like a hangnail. So those are like the clinical things that we can look at this remedy for. And like I said, with that, we have that, that deep oppression. The funny thing about homeopathic remedies is when they've been proven and they you know, have a whole huge group of people that prove a particular remedy, then you're going to see all sorts of things come out in this remedy. In other words, lots and lots of symptoms that come out. But the thing to remember is that the oppression, the oppressive sensation upon the chest, the deep-seated fatigue and weakness, especially ascending the stairs, things like that, those are really good indications that this is a remedy that may be needed. All right. Like I said, I don't really want to continue talking about this remedy in the sense that you're going to kind of lose the deep importance of this remedy, but I will say that with the heart weakness, there can be collapse. The patient can wake with difficulty breathing and the palpitations. And things, the modalities are better for pressure and better lying on the painful side, the right side, the abdomen and the stomach, better in dry weather and better eating. They tend to be worse in cold, cloudy weather, worse for the damp, wet weather, and worse in the open air, worse in the evenings with a new moon, worse from applications, worse from washing. So these are some of the modalities that, that come out in the proving of this remedy. And by modalities, those are things you can always count on with, with a remedy. And people say, well, does that always have to be there? And I say, no, it doesn't always have to be there. Maybe your patient will say, oh, I don't know. I don't really notice if I'm better or worse for anything. But if they say, oh, I, am, I love a nice damp day. Well, that's not going to be a remedy then because the modalities never lie. They're always a truth about the remedy as well. Because remember, there are no contradictions in homeopathy. We can always look at the modalities as kind of a tiebreaker for between two different remedies possibly. When you're looking at 
two remedies that you're trying to decide between modalities are a really good way to make that final decision. All right. So with that, I'm not going to talk about this remedy anymore um, in the sense, like I said, I just want you to remember that deep chest oppression and that chronic fatigue or the never well since, you know, the flu or charcoal fumes. Um, back in the good old days when somebody had inhaled, you know, the fumes from an old fire or something that could cause that, like I said, that chest oppression. They can have that in deep seated, they can't breathe feeling. So again, you have to remember that when they were, you know, doing these provings, things like that come up. Like how many times today is anyone going to be bending over the the fireplace, cleaning out the ashes and inhale charcoal fumes, right? But it used to happen all the time. And that's one of the situations that they found that this remedy worked really, really well for. So, okay, with that, I'm going to let you go. I hope this was helpful. It just gives you a little more insight as to the deep healing of homeopathy and how it can be used. But like I said, if you know you start to build up your homeopathic pharmacy, don't hesitate, please, to be in touch with a homeopath that you can be friends with, that you can call, do an acute appointment with, and just have those conversations about remedies or illnesses. And don't hesitate to call if you have something this deep-seated that you need help with, because there is help out there, folks. All right. I'll let you go. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.